Welcome to the Business Thruple podcast, where we talk about what it takes to build a global business. I'm Al. I'm Jasmine Cherie. And I'm Jamie. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Business Thruple podcast. We've got a really exciting guest um, that's joining us today. Uh, my claim to fame is that I went to school with her, so we've been friends for <laughs> a, a solid couple of decades. But Jess, um, so Jess Claire is, um, she's the founder of a tech company. Today we're going to be talking about AI and the, uh, and the services industry. We're going to be having a really incredible conversation around the myths about AI um, and then Yeah, we're going to be just breaking down what is artificial intelligence and how it can improve our businesses and and the impacts of it because I know it is a really hot topic at the moment. So welcome, Jessica. Thank you. And I I would like to say founder of a tech company, Comedian by Night. Oh, yes. (laughs) Just to preframe, we're expecting some jokes. (laughs) Are you sure? Yes. Yes. What kind of viewers do you have? All sorts. Yeah, yes. Oh, that's fine. I don't, I don't care anymore. Sure. Yes. You don't have to, we, we don't do G-rated. <laughs> well, you do. You're a bit vanilla. Oh, that's true. I should know that about you. <laughs> Your jokes are like pretty morbid. So tell us a little bit. <laughs> so so I, I, I'm segueing back to tech and where we're at. Like, Tell us a little bit about how you got into tech, what excites you about, about tech and where you think that it's going. Um, how I got into tech? Uh, I worked for a financial uh, ASX listed financial company and we, I was very interested in data. So I got very interested in data about 20 years ago. Um, I found that there were certain practices that were going on that I needed to prove shouldn't be happening. And so I went out and did all this research and learned how to consolidate data so that people in CEO positions listen to you. And that's what I love about you. Like for our viewers, <laughs> Jess is facts fucking based. So anything that we talk about today, it's fact. She's yeah, done the right. She's you love the woo-woo research. though. You love, you love the woo-woo? If, well, it's, if, it, if it can't be backed up in data, it's, you're just full of shit. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> it all comes down to the ones and zeros, eh? Well, I do, like, I do get there's, there's like the testing things in reality and there's observational and there's all of that, which I do really appreciate. And like, you know, data is only what we know now, but it really is. There's so much out there that is just like people say it. It's just not true. It's just not real. It's just yep. not tested. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, that's like 95% of YouTubers. And so you <laughs> and and spiritual entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's the meeting of the middle, and that's what we're all about. I think on the on the business proper, we've met this middle of you know cold hard facts and a little bit of woo woo on the side. Yes. So you count you co-founded Zingify a few years ago, and so you've been in the guts and the trenches of the industry and seeing where tech's going. Yes. What's your interpretation of where we're at and where we're going? Well, um, AI is definitely here to stay. It's not a fad. Um, it is definitely not a fad and we say that all the time. In fact, what AI is doing is probably 0.00001% of what's possible with AI. Yeah. And I think that's what we, my business partner and I, we both talk about like we're now getting out there and doing events because we can't handle that everyone thinks that it's mind-blowing that AI can do things like write an email. Like we're like, that's not what it is possible and capable of. It's like, oh, now we've got a few more marketing tools. That's not mind-blowing. Mm. In fact, that's been around for a long time. Yep. What's mind-blowing is when people in occupational therapy where you have, you know, kids 
who can't actually brush their teeth because they were born with a deficiency. What's mind-blowing is that now AI is making it available. What took them 10 years to teach kids how to clean their teeth, they can now do using AI in a few seconds. That's mind-blowing. But what we hear about is, oh, now I can write an email campaign. And I think like... uh, Humans are simple beans, mate. (laughs) Oh, man. As a majority. It's called herd mentality. Oh, and I should say, I I do use it to write my email campaigns, but it's (laughs) not to say that, you know, I... I love your commentary on the socials around AI. Like I asked AI this and got this and... So I, I, I love that you're bringing a level of humanity to it as well. Yeah. But you are deep in the back end of, that sounds, um, oh, that sounds I'm deep in the back end, mate. <laughs> deep. You know, what, you, you know what I love, right, and where we're of at? the industry. It's the people that have got the balls enough to step up and give it a go at the moment. So I saw yes. a lady um, who's building an amazing tech company or something that she loves, um, and she put a post up the other day, and it was clearly written by chat gpt but everybody in the comments was like oh look at you you, you know look, look at this you're, you're you've used chat bt and i'm like she's given it a fucking go that's where the world's gone yeah it's not perfect but she's the one showing up and going how do i utilize this she also had actually had an extra hour and 45 minutes in a day where she didn't have to spend that time writing a post so right now it's not perfect but the people that are going to win in this moment in time because we've never like it, it is reality and we've never seen anything like this in time before like we've had you know, the industrial revolution, we've had the iPhone, it was kind of like a slow burn yeah. where this is going to be like, because like, I think like you're saying, it's been here for a while, but we actually haven't realised how much we are utilising it in our day-to-day lives because it's been a bit of a slow burn up until now where it's about to go. Yeah. And the people that are actually showing up and giving it a go and going, how do I utilise this to the best of my capacity are the ones that are going to win. For sure. Jess, yes. what are some myths about artificial artificial intelligence and business that you see that people talk about all the time on the socials that are just not true? Well, the biggest myth is that it's been done. In fact, like I said, it's 0.000% utilised right now. So this bit, what, and this is what our last event was about, saying that whatever you're doing in your industry, you can now become the Uber in your industry plus leverage AI is like you will revolutionise your industry. And most people are thinking it's all been done. In fact, OpenAI, who created ChatGPT, what they've now made available is that this whole new world of opportunity, but not because it wasn't there. It's always been there. They actually cracked the code on something. What they've now done is create like a platform for all, like now we can stand on the shoulders of those giants. That's what I, and that's the thing that we're like, Al and I are talking about every day is the world that we live in at the moment. There is, this opens up so much opportunity for people. And the thing that we're talking about is me 20 years ago, right? The Jamie 20 years ago, Mm. if there was no online presence, I would have been the high school dropout, didn't know what I could be, but because, you know, the World Wide Web and hearing people's stories that created possibility for me. Yeah. And that's what AI is doing for people. It's creating, it's not taking away, it's not taking jobs, it's making things more efficient so we can have more and dream more and be more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The second one I have to say Mm. is that the myth about AI is that AI is actually the revolution. It's not AI. That's the revolution. What do you think it is? It's not. It's a thing called platform business models. Yes. Okay. And this is what we always talk about is that we were, when AI came along, 
everyone was like, oh, build us AI, build us AI. And then we'd get in these ideation sessions to develop an app or an application or a software product. And they'd go, oh, so we want AI to do this and this and this and this. And I was like, none of that's AI. That technology is technology. been around for 50 years. It's just logic and algorithm. That stuff has been around forever. So do you think it's just opening up more people as awareness now to go, hey, I need this technology yeah. in my company? They can see all this sort of like instant retrieval of things. Like Google was this instant retrieval of websites. Now we have this instant response to our questions and we go like, oh, everything can be done instantly. Yeah, but it so always, like you know, you're saying, before we had Google so we could find the answers and now we have the technology to actually build it. Now, yeah, that's right. Now we have... But we always had that technology to build it. Now it's like people think something bigger is happening. But the bigger thing is not, it's not the AI. It's like it's service industry and product industry is dying now. It will always be there, but it will get a lot smaller. And what we need now is platform business models. Yep. So models where, like what you guys have done, like a platform business, where you provide the infrastructure for a customer and a provider to work together. Yep, to meet a need, yep. So you go, you throw the party and everyone else brings everything else and we need technology to do that. I've been saying that to Jazz for a little while now that all companies are coming in, like all companies are going to be tech companies. Yeah. And that's where we're at. They have to be. But the platform can, and, yes. Can you say a little bit more about the service in, and the product industry is dying? Because we have been saying the opposite. So, okay. can you say a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I'll put it this way. What Uber did is Uber, I give this example because it's always one people know. Mm. What Uber did is they went, there's a service industry called taxis. They control way too much of everything. They control the drivers. They teach the drivers how to drive. They control when the drivers work. They control what the drivers do and how much they get paid. And then we have these consumers and we control them. We control when they're going to get a car, who they call and all of that. And then if you want to be a driver, you have to go through this whole process. It's quite time consuming. And you'd notice that back in the day, the people that were driving the cars were mostly white old men. I right? heard this story where it's so, like Ubers actually fix racism. Yeah, because the only people who could afford it were actually, it, there was no opportunity. People were getting actually interviewed to be a driver. So what Uber did is build a platform and said, I'm not going to control who goes in it. I'm not going to say who can. I'm not going to set the price. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to provide the platform. Here's how you become a driver. Here's how you become a rider. We're going to fix and make all the experiences that people hated. We're going to wipe those out, make it a seamless experience. You can be a driver and a rider, a rider or a driver. It's all up to you. We will just create the platform for everyone to play. And the best thing about that too is that Uber didn't create any new technologies. All they did was package together existing technologies into That's the right. one platform. I'm still not following what you're saying though. I do understand what you just said, but yeah. how is that? Because there's still a service in that. I get that Uber went and created, they're technically a tech yeah. platform. Uh, they're, so they're a tech business that provides a platform for to connect riders and drivers. Yeah. But there's still drivers there, so there's still a service. It, so, it could, the what do you mean though? Industry. What do you mean though that the service industry is dying, or the individual service? Well, if you think about it, because you still need the drivers. Who? Well, 
the service industry, that is not a service industry. Uber is a platform business. They are not a service business. Goes back but to they provide a service. They Jesus. don't. They provide a platform. The drivers provide the service. service. Uber okay, do not provide a service. They provide and the And that's their business model they operate under too, is a sharing the, platform. It goes back to the line mm. that we've been saying is it doesn't matter what business that you have yeah. right now, all businesses in the coming years will be a tech company. Yeah, okay, I, I get that so, now. No, it's a good point because this is what we find, myself and my business partner, find the most is actually educating through this process. There is a service business model. There is a product business model. There is a platform business model. Right. They are all distinct business models. People are very unaware of platform business models. I really want to fast forward to five, ten years' time from now. Yeah. To see where Green Rebellion is, but also just like what, uh, how the world has changed, uh, and who and what businesses are thriving mm. because they've adopted a platform business model. Yeah, like, you have a yeah. look at who like, else comes on this fucking journey? Well, yeah. Have a look from look like the nineteen from the nineteen sixties, right? There was twenty five percent of people were were employed in manufacturing. Now it's eight percent. Yeah, that's what's happened so far, and you can imagine with the exponential growth we're going to have now, what we have it available. Yeah, where that's going to change well, as well too, and also jobs. not change in that area, but also grow in other areas too. Look at how many jobs Uber did create. Like not only exactly. as HQ Uber, like us at the Green Rebellion, and we're constantly growing our HQ. Like it's a massive fucking corporation now. Yeah, but the people on the ground and how much opportunity it afforded people, and that's where we're at. Like it, people talk about. It taking so many jobs away, it's actually giving back so much. It's giving back people their time. It's, it's, it's giving people opportunities to go, I'm going to be a driver today. I'm going to be an Airbnb host. I'm going to be, you I've know. been an keep... Airbnb driver. Oh, oh, Airbnb driver. <laughs> so I can leverage. <laughs> I am drinking Uber wine on it's... the podcast today. <laughs> she used to drive Look, a caravan. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you no. think the extra <laughs> utilisation. Never driven a caravan. You know the word I You're an Airbnb say. driver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want to say a sexy word and there's, there's things in business that I know that grow business, right, yeah. since the dawn of time. Leverage. Yes. So that is Lev oh like if I could purr, like if you could do that role, <laughs> leverage. I, I'll give you the example that my business partner uses and it's pretty powerful. How much can you sell a service business for? Is there a definitive question? There is. It's a rule it's of thumb. It's capped. So another one of my key business things that I know is business She's is not saying something. Is not to cap yourself. Well so is that where you're going? Well, no, I just want to make the point a, a it's it's usually about one to two times more. So if you of make, annual revenue, of annual or, revenue, okay, so you make a hundred thousand yeah. dollars in revenue, you can sell a service 200. business for 200, 250, right? right? Rule of thumb, and it might be a little bit more than that. Maybe it's three, but then in a product business, it's a little bit more because of what you said, leverage. Yeah. So in a product, you don't always need to buy hire experts or replace yourself. You've got a product, you need to just train people in the product. They can sell it. So it goes through about four or five times more. You can sell your business. How much do you think in a platform business people sell their businesses for? Well, it's a, it's uncapped. So like, well, well, think of the ones right now, like WhatsApp. Can I? Can I? How can much I, did we buy WhatsApp for? Well, we heard an amazing story. Like, and you know where we're taking the business is, yeah, the Green Rebellion's just cleaning at the moment, but we're taking it to all home-based service. Mm. So Jazz and I were on a phone call with a young fella in Dubai. Am I saying that right now? Dubai. Oh, I got it. My language is getting better. Podcasting, it's the way to go. Um, Dubai. And he's like, oh, I've got this app that I order my cleaner on. And at that stage, we hadn't told him that we're going into all home-based service. He goes, but they do everything. 
Uber just bought that app. I think it was for, was it 300 or 600 billion? Yeah. One app in the Middle East of like what we're creating. And that shows we're on the money in what we're creating at the Green Rebellion. And that's, so get this, how much revenue was that app making? Well, he didn't, he didn't tell us that, but I would like to know. Because he was a consumer I of that. I assure you, if you think of it like this, WhatsApp had an annual revenue of somewhere in the vicinity of $2 million <laughs> and was purchased for $16 billion. Yeah, wow. So I was going to say 100% off the top of my head of, of its net worth, but yeah. No, so more. far more. Yeah. And then Uber, guess how much revenue Uber makes? Well, $64 actually, billion. It's okay. Guess how much profit they make? I, I don't. They're still not profitable. Okay. Are you kidding? Not. Well, you know, the Green Rebellion is profitable. <laughs> so one thing about platform businesses is they, they do take more time to actually generate profit, but they're worth more. Potential, yeah. Yeah. And because of what you pointed to, leverage. Leverage and it's uncapped and it's duplicatable. Well, the leverage, the automation, the kind of effects that come in, like network effects, the ability for people to do multiple things. So the value that is in a platform business is exponential. And that's like at the Green Rebellion, like we Less don't, we too. don't. Yeah, you, yeah. you actually will see people go like this slowly, whereas in service businesses, they go like yeah, that. Yeah, it's exponential growth. With yeah. expenses. It's not linear, yeah. yeah. And that's what I was just going to say. Like it's not we and the company and like, you know, from the get-go is leveraging new trends and what we have seen. It's not only our systems and automation and our setup that we're using. Like we see like the marketing side of things yeah, and yeah. how we can use leverage for marketing and the people and the manpower. Yeah, totally. So Jess, yeah. another important question about AI. Do you think that um, there's a lot of hype on the internet that you would see? Um around artificial intelligence taking away people's jobs um what do you what's your answer to that as a someone as a leader in this industry i mean if it's taking you three weeks to create a logo don't you want it to take away your job <laughs> it's like it's like i i i never worry about that stuff because if you think i know that, but it's a real concern for people it will the industrial revolution took away people's jobs in manufacturing good because they were fucked jobs yeah and no one should be standing in a factory putting sugar into a fucking plastic packet for eight hours a day i i just don't think what it can do is it, the problem it, i think it's it bamboozles me that people don't see that it's actually giving us more, like it's creating, like, and what we were yeah. talking about before, like right now we're on the cusp of something beautiful and amazing. And us as a company right now, what we would have had to wait to be able to afford somebody high up in their niche as a startup company, we now don't need to wait to afford that person because AI or technology is offering us an opportunity to hire somebody at that entry level yeah. that's got all the things to be able to help them to operate from that level. Completely. Do you know what it's forcing people to do? Become digital specialists. Yes. And be able to integrate multiple apps because now we've got this maze of apps out there, maze of in integrations. You get a product, you need to be able to integrate it and hardly anyone knows how to do that. Like... Through developer, developer's keys and API? Is that? Yeah, but who, who knows how to use Zapier and integrate different apps? Who knows how to get? Yeah, right. So some people do. Very, very hard sought after people right now. They are the most needed digital specialists, oh. digital integrators. I don't even think I'm a digital specialist. Well, I've just trained myself to be able to do that. But you didn't see, you didn't go to uni. 
you didn't you didn't find out someone didn't go come and do this at MIT you just went oh I can use this, this is needed this is needed this is needed this is needed and now you get paid the big bucks we, we, to, we, to do it well it's so crazy when you think about it like that right like you've got wasn't old mate that built Facebook was he like going to some big college where he was, was he? he was I think Stanford or some one of those um I went to year nine um, and I'm developing one of the biggest companies that the world would ever see. And but I he didn't actually do any study. He did this. He went into Facebook. And I don't say that lightly. And <laughs> even that story that we heard the other day from old mate where he spent $2 million on an app the year before. Oh, yeah, this is extraordinary. So uh, a good friend of ours, we were having a, we had a call with him. He's like our lifeline. Like when we're like, think it's terrible and we're having a meltdown, we'll, we'll have a call with him. He's like, no, 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 it's good. You're on the path. Do you know what I mean? Like, so we've had some really powerful conversations with him. In the last couple of years, he spent, he raised capital and spent $2 million, uh, on building an app and and because we were thinking about going and doing the tech build out uh, like for the app now and he's like, don't do it because, because in 18 months' time or in two years' time, AI is going to come that far that we'll be able to build it in a day and we won't have to raise capital. That $2 million that he raised from investors to build that, he said his exact words, I may as well have gone and dumped a briefcase of $2 million on a bonfire because it was, it was dead money. Mm. And then he had like he had an sure. old mate. like He's like, wait 18 months, two years before... We go and he's like, there's too much change happening in technology and uh, like the AI world or yeah. industry uh, to go and source investors now um, to go and do what we need to do. So um, I'm looking forward to, you know, fast forwarding. I would challenge that though. <laughs> well, he I, was would, still, I, he, I get what he's saying. There's a lot of advancement, but I think the thing that people who do that is low cost, no cost right now is you go and get really clear on the problem you're solving. Mm. You go and get really clear on the target market, their customer journey, their experience that's not working right now for them. Mm. That's so hard in your industry. You get super clear on that. You do your financial modeling, your value modeling, your business model. You can do all of that. <clears throat> I mean, just to plug myself, we can do that as well as consultants. <laughs> for you. But, I was like, you guys do that. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> but if you can actually do that stuff. There's stuff on the internet that teaches you how to do that. People don't do that and then get $2 million worth of investment. They absolutely screw that and blow that money. But he was talking about it in the sense that he spent a lot of time, a lot of money developing this app and then he went and wrote the whole chat GPT. He went, right, make this app for me and it made it within a few sentences back and forwards. And he, no, was, he got the like, code. Wrote, he code. got the code. Oh, the yeah, code you can there. actually go online now on certain sites and buy Facebook's source code. Yeah. You do not. It, it, there's no like IP of it now. Someone can go and actually do that. It's all available. And this is where AI is going to get interesting too, because it'll be around the governance of what you can actually do yeah. with AI. Because there are a lot of people out there with not such good intentions that could use it for not so I good things. I don't think as humans we will let that happen. Like I'm, I'm on fucking the good side. I think there's more good in the world than bad. And I think. Well, if it does happen, I'll be dead. So it won't matter. But um, I'm, I'm <laughs> I playing. Don't, I don't think, don't be too fucking sure. Like this is like, <laughs> nobody knows. Like, I think like what we're talking about before, yeah. like 
you know, we've slowly gone with technology so far up to this, but, you know, they're going to say aliens are real soon. Like, all this shit's going to come sure out. I'm pretty sure they disproved it. I mean, I'm going to jump gonna... on chat GPT after Boys, this and, and build a myself a medibed so I live forever. In the, well, it's... <laughs> the US government just admitted aliens are real. I could be wrong. Well, they've, I, they've I, I know. admitted I find... it for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if, if you look at the data. Okay, tech. <laughs> Let's talk about tech. The data is. The data is they only ever go to America. Nowhere else. <laughs> only America. <laughs> That's the only place me. they want to okay, go. Can I just I, you I, saw, I, saw, <laughs> I saw a UFO with my own eyes. <laughs> They'd go to the bush too. Babe, they go to the bush. You saw something. We have not validated this with data and no, research. You know, you know, the crazy thing is. I see heaps of shit. Um, yeah, but I don't take drugs. Uh, <laughs> um, my old bloke who's so straighty 180, right? Your old bloke. My old bloke, straighty 180. Your dad. Yep, don't, doesn't thank you for your interpretation for the listeners. We have a big American viewers. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is she talking about? Um, <laughs> you have a young bloke. So my, my, my dad is so straighty 180. Um, and like, doesn't believe in ghosts. Doesn't like, if I see it, I believe it. He saw it with his own eyes. We don't know what to call it. It was an unidentified flying object that we saw and also got followed up. So we were so off the tech issue, but this is where we're going. It might've just been AI that came back into the, into so now. whatever it was, right. We, saw, give you the we saw it and it's something that to, still to this day that we cannot describe. Like it was there for five seconds. It was there for an hour. I was only 10 at this time. Dad was a mature man. Yeah. And then... Um, we had land about an hour and a half from where we were. We had somebody out working on our property that saw it five minutes later. And it's nothing that can be interpreted as a plane or anyway, true story. <laughs> so know, get your data on that. Well, so see, now we're going into UFOs. <laughs> so in the American Navy, they had at least hundred sightings of the same, what they called this little Tic Tac capsule. When it actually got investigated and taken seriously, they were able to show that based on certain things, it was actually a reflection that came from the elements at that height. And this is the crazy thing. <laughs> so you can't, you've got to do the research and the data before you can validate. I'm not saying there's not aliens. It's probably highly likely that they are. I'm just saying that a lot of the time what we call I don't, like, data I'm, is not I'm data. pretty convinced we're in a fucking simulation. So you know, <laughs> Let's like, not go there. What, whatever, if it is aliens or it's someone just a part, to me, part of the computer. Just but a part of someone's code stream. This is where AI, someone said to me, do you know what AI really is? What? It's like we were the original AI and now we're creating it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. The Matrix was AI. But I think this is what, back to AI and where we're at, it does really afford opportunity and whatever your beliefs are. It's like, yeah. you know, I love that you're data driven. Like I get like data and data says, but the thing is data is still open to interpretation, you know, like. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. Data is only telling us something based on a hypothesis, a question in the moment that it's answered and well, then it's irrelevant. So this is where I feel like we're at. We don't know what's happening. No. The only thing that we can count on for sure, right? is the service-based jobs, which I know that you're saying service-based industry is not really a thing, but the jobs that people can still do manually that doesn't take away like skin-to-skin -skin contact, yeah. massage, like, yeah, doctors can be nil and void because we can stand in front of a computer. Human conversation. Human yeah. conversation. It just supports those roles. And my inkling, and especially going through COVID and seeing where we were at and, you know, being pulled away from one another, people are going to want service-based industries more than ever because they're going to desire, it's part of our human... As certain things diminish, yeah, we're going to have to add back. It's part of our human soul and need to want that. And we were talking about before about self-service checkouts, right? Like yeah. one thing, like 
how many of us would actually pay more to not go to the fucking grocery store at all or go to the grocery store and pay more for a human to actually do it for us? Well, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to say that it's going to be dead completely. It will, there'll always be a, a component of service. I mean, even in Zingify, we have, um, we have an app, custom branded app. We sell custom branded apps, right? So we do these amazing apps, so super simple. And then no one knows how to create the content. So we have a content agency, you know, <laughs> so we have a service-based agency because to actually leverage and utilize it properly, people still need the service. So we are just saying that, that we can see that whatever we're doing in the agency, we know we're always looking for how to automate it and turn it into something. It supports it. It supports mm. service-based industry. Like, so for us and people like, if you think about the people that are coming in through Biz in the Box for us, yeah, and they would have had to go find a university or a college, and they spend a fuck yeah. load of money, go to business school. They had to, they had to train, and then they had to either go and start their own shop, or they had to go and get a job and pay minimum wage. For us, because of technology, AI, and supporting systems, they come in, they can train with us straight away for minimum cost, and they've got instant cash flow, yeah. instant good cash flow, and that's because. Technology is supporting service-based industry more than ever before. Yeah, it's it's the biz. I just want to emphasize it's the business model that is shifting. AI. Yeah, is, I understand what you're saying completely. Yeah, there. Yep. The component of it, the business model, which is platform-based platform business, business models, yep. doesn't isn't going to take away the need for service, like you yeah. said. Yeah. It's, it's a just, shift in. Yeah. It's a shift in the business model. So the whole business is not a service. The business is a platform. And it has a service component. Does that Brilliant. make sense? Yep. Which yeah. Like, which is what exactly what you were just. So saying. I'm closing. Yeah. <clears throat> what's your What's your take as a professional in the tech industry and knowing what you know? What's your take on what we're doing at the Green Rebellion? Well, I, I've always thought about it as like the the Uber for cleaning. When you said that, I but was it's like, just yeah, the start. The so same. you know, Biz yeah. in the Box is its own industry by itself. We're so excited about the Green Rebellion, but our training platform and our app is the big hoona of where we're going, which like people get to leverage that. And we've got a lot of brand licensees that are coming in now and they're so excited because we will be the go-to that anybody comes and trains in any service-based industry. Oh, at any service-based industry? Home service. Yeah. Wow. Instant access. Now you're interested. Yeah. Oh, now I want to ask more questions, <laughs> but we're about to end, aren't we? Yeah. We're well, hang on, it's your up. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jess Claire. We're so appreciative of you coming and spending your valued time, your valued knowledge with us at the Green Rebellion. Thank you. And the Business Frapple Podcast. Thanks for thanks for having me. She didn't tell any jokes, but we'll get her in next time. (laughs) And if you're interested in finding out more, uh, click on the links below, and we'll drop Jess's uh, profile links as well if you want to have a conversation with Jess. Zingify. Dot AI. Zingify.ai. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Brand licensees, come at us. We're ready. Worldwide in three years. <laughs>